at shakespeare-at.org. There are free downloads. You can stream it or download it for free. Three episodes now available. The final episode releases October 22nd. So that's uh, two more days. That will be Thursday. And they're they're broadcasting The Tempest. Again, it's at Shakespeare-A, like Apple, T, like time, dot O-R-G. It's also available on Spot on Spotify. The Tempest, one of Shakespeare's plays. The description says, presented in four weekly episodes, The Tempest is an epic story of shipwrecks, monsters, and magic, weaving a timeless tale of revenge, redemption, and the power of forgiveness, a masterpiece by William Shakespeare, first performed in 1611. The Tempest is believed to be the last play that Shakespeare wrote alone. Stream or download below for free. Shakespeare at Home Podcast. Consider, okay, they tell you consider donating to support the efforts to provide free radio. Shakespeare, make a secure tax. Deductible donation below, and they have a legal disclaimer. Listen and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and the other icons I don't recognize. (laughs) They're too new for me. One might be SoundCloud, but the others I don't know. Featuring David Hargreaves, or Hargraves, H-A-R-G-R-E-A-V-E-S, Hargreaves, S. Prospero. Maria Shagassini as Sebastian 
Alice Mark Esmeralda. Mark Torres is Alonso. Maria Cristina Oliveras is Ariel. Thomas Aldrich is Trinculo. Derek Wilson is Ferdinand. Freddie Lee Bennett as Boatswain. Jonathan Forbes as Caliban. Keith Hamilton Cobb as Antonio. Ren Allen as Iris Jamie Ballard as Stefano Andre Salone as Gonzalo Zoe Himmel as Ceres The company in order of appearance, the cast, well, we already read those, then they list the crew, casting director, Robin Carus, associate producer, Sidney Still, music production, and supervision by Justin Goldner. Original music by Joan Melton. Sound design by Dan Gerhard and Ellen Vitton of Sonic Designs. Adapted and directed by Sean Haggerty. Made in Jersey City info at Shakespeare dash AT dot O R G Let's listen to some of the First episode of The Tempest by William Shakespeare. conceived as a way to enjoy classic theatre from the comfort of your home. 
and is an homage to the heyday of radio theater. If you can consider helping to support our efforts to provide more free Radio Shakespeare, you can make a secure tax-deductible donation and listen to more of our productions by visiting our website at www.shakespeare-at.org. And now, William Shakespeare's The Tempest.
If by your art, my dearest father, you have put the wild waters in this roar, alight them. The, the sky, it seems, would pour down stinking pitch, but that the sea, mounting to the welkin cheek, dashes the fire out. A most brave vessel, who had no doubt some noble creature in her, dashed all to pieces. All the cries did knock against my very heart. I am, nor that I am more better than prosper and master of this full poor isle, and thy no greater father. Lord knows it never better with my soul. Tis time. I should inform thee, father. Fate must harden. Pluck my magic garments from me. So. Lie there, my art. spectacle of the rack which touched the very virtue of compassion in me. I have in such provision in mine art so safely ordered that there is no soul, no, not so much petition as an hair, fitted to any creature in the vessel, which thou heardst cry, which thou sawst sink. Sit down, for thou must now know, father. You have oft begun to tell me what I am but stopped and left me to a fruitless inquisition, concluding, stay, not yet. 
thirty minutes with the oak bike here. Obey and be attentive. Canst thou remember a time before we came unto this island? I do not think thou canst, for then thou wast not out three years old. Certainly, sir, I can. Will anything be in it? Tell me that, and get me thy remembrance. It is far off, and rather like a dream than an assurance that my remembrance warrants. Had I not four or five women once attended me? Thou hadst, and more, Miranda. Twelve years since, Miranda, twelve years since thy father was the Duke of Milan and a prince of power. Sir, are not you my father? Thy mother was a piece of virtue, and she said thou wast my daughter. And thy father was Duke of Milan, and thou his only heir. And princess, no worse issue. Oh, heavens! What foul play had we that we came from thence? Or blessed ones we did? Both, both, my girl. By foul play, as thou sayest, were we healed thence. Blessedly hope liveth. My brother and thy uncle called Antonio, I pray thee, mark me that a brother should be so perfidious. He who next thyself of all the world I love, and to him put the manage of my state, as at that time, through all the signories, it was the first, and Prospero, the fine duke, being so reputed in dignity and for the liberal arts without a parallel. Those being all my study, the government I cast upon my brother, and to my state grew stranger, being transported and wrapped in secret studies. Thy false uncle. Sir? Dost, dost thou attend me? Most heedfully. Being once perfected, how to grant suits, how to deny them, who to advance and who to crash for like ambition, new created the creatures that were mine, set all hearts in the state to what you
Passport Milan. The most ignoble stupid. Oh, heavens. Mark his condition and he obeyed the Tony. If this might be a brother. Alonso, king of Naples, enemy to me, inveterate, hearkens to my brother's suit, which was that he, in lieu of the premises of homage, and I put a proud tribute, should presently extirpate me and mine out of the kingdom and confer fair Milan with all the honors on my brother. Whereof a treacherous party led it one midnight, baited to the purpose did Antonio open the gates of Milan, and in the dead of darkness, the ministers for the purpose hurried thence, me and thy crying self. Wherefore did they not that hour destroy us? Dear, they durst not, so dear the love my people bore me, nor set a mark so bloody on the business, but with colors fairer painted their foul ends. In few, they hurried us aboard a bark, bore us some leagues to sea, where they prepared a rotten carcass of a boat, not rigged, nor tackled, sailed, nor mast, the very rats instinctively had quitted. There they hoist us. We cry to the sea that roared to us. Alack, what trouble was I then to you? Oh, cherubim, how was that did preserve me? Thou didst smile. Use it with a fortitude from heaven, when I have decked the sea with drops full salt. How came we ashore? By providence, departing. Some food we had and some fresh water that a noble Neapolitan, Gonzalo, out of his charity to give us with rich garments, linen, stuffs, necessaries, which since have steadied much. So, of his gentleness, knowing I loved my books, he furnished me from mine own library with volumes that I prize above my duty. Would I life could ever see that man? No, thus far forth. By accident, most strange, bountiful fortune, now, my dear lady, half mine enemies brought to this shore, and by my precedence I find my zenith doth depend upon a most auspicious star, whose influence it now I could not but omit my fortunes will ever after droop. Quick, now, my staff and mantle. I pray you, sir. Here, cease your questions. Thou art inclined to sleep. It is a good I am ready now. Approach my aerial. Come! All hail, great master. Brave sir, hail. I come to answer thy best pleasure. To fly, to swim, and dive into the fire. To ride on the curled clouds. To thy strong bidding, task aerial and all my qualities. Hast thou spirit performed to point the tempest that I bade thee? 
not expect his reason. Not a soul but felt a fever of the mad and played some tricks of desperation. All the mariners plunged in the foaming brine and quit the vessel. Then all afire with amaze. The king's son, Ferdinand, with hair upstaring, leaped, cried, Hell is empty! Tyler. 
and say for the son that she did litter here, a freckled whelp like fawn, not honored with a human shape. Yes, Caliban, her son. Dulcing, I say so, he, that Caliban, whom now I keep in service. Thou best knowest what torment I did find thee in, thy groans did make wolves howl and penetrate the breasts of ever-angry bears. It was a torment to lay upon the damned, which Sycorax could not again undo. It was mine art. When I arrived and heard thee that made gape the pine, and let thee out. I thank thee. If thou more murmurest, I will rend an oak and peg thee in his knotty entrails till thou hast howled away twelve winters. Pardon, master. I will be correspondent to command and be thy sprighting general. Do so. Discharge thee. That's my noble master. Now make thyself like a nymph of the sea, be subject to no sight but thine and mine, invisible to every eyeball else. Come, take this shape. Fine apparition, finest in Queen's What shall I do? Say what? What shall I do? My lord, it shall be done.
Me holding 